This passage of the Gospel of John is situated right after the washing of the feet. And in a way, it's looking back at those words of Christ and that action of the washing of the feet in light of the passion and the resurrection. And there's a few things to highlight here. The first one is that this phrase that the Lord repeats many times in the Gospels, no slave is greater than his master, nor any messenger greater than the one who sent him, which in general means that, you know, whatever Christ underwent and accepted for himself, the disciples also need to accept. Now, in other passages of the gospel, it has a different connotation, but in this one, I sense it is an, an invitation for, of, for humility. The Lord is inviting us to be humble in the, way, in the same way that he took a humble attitude. That he stooped to wash the disciples' feet. In other words, he, he descended from heaven. He came to serve with his entire life. And now he's asking the disciples to take the same attitude for their lives, to see their own lives not as a possession that is their own, but rather something that is meant to be given, just like Christ gave his life uh, for others. And this is something that awakens a certain rebellion. You know, the, there's an element of the corner of pride in our spirit that, that rebels against that idea. Like, my life is my own, we'd like to say, and nobody, you know, tells me what to do with my time, with my life, with my money. Uh, even, you know, at times if it's God who tells me uh, there's a temptation. In fact, that's what I would say the devil was tempted to do when, you know, many of the fathers of the church say that um, the reason for the fall of the angels before creation, the reason why, you know, uh, Lucifer and other demons rebelled, it was because they refused to serve. And uh, in, in view that God the Son would take upon himself the human nature and descend to serve us and to save us on the cross, that was too much. Because they knew if, if, if God does, does this, that means that we angels had to do something similar, kind of be at the service of, of human beings. And it was intolerable for some of them. They rebelled. So don't ask us to take that kind of humility upon ourselves. Something similar happened to Peter, you know, when Jesus talked about the way of the cross, he said, no, uh, you know, teacher, that will not happen to you because if it happens to you, <laughs> it will happen to me. And then Judas, I guess, uh, in this particular case, the, the kind of the, what the gospel mentions here that, you know, Jesus says, I know that one who ate my food will be, will be raised against me. Uh, he was kind of anticipating the betrayal of Judas here. But right after this mention, so in a sense, we can imagine that maybe for Judas, it was also the same struggle. You know, why, why the, the, the teacher is going to, you know, lower himself in this way. And that means that I will have to do the same. And possibly that was part of his rebellion, this lack of humility. So he's inviting us to humility. Now, one more thing, that, that means that he walks with us. The, the steps that he's asking us to take in humility and, and loving others and and being open to forgiveness and um, you know using our talents in in a, in a, with with generosity and and courage. All those things he did himself. He's not ask, sending us to do what he didn't do. He is kind of leading the way in person. He's there with us, right? And. Um, 
I think overall the great message of the gospel that, that we see here in you know in the in the words of Christ is that there's two ways of living one's life. Uh, one is to sense that you know I I I design my own life in the way I want. I don't want other people telling me what to do, and I cannot arrange my things, my day, my plans, just as I like to do it, and it's it's my life kind of thing. But that also the 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 counter the the flip side of that is that I'm pretty much on my own. You know, if I'm not willing to subject myself to anyone else's guidance, advice, I, I don't want to consult. I want to do my own thing. Well, that also means that I pretty much rely on myself and I'm on my own. On the other hand, if you if you really want your life to be enmeshed with the life of other people, connected through strong commitments and strong bonds. Well, that means two things. Yes, you will have to consult on things. You will have to listen to others. You have to be more flexible and patient and work with them. But also, you're you're not on your own. You'll find support. You'll find that friendship, camaraderie. Um, you know that that perspective of, that others can offer on your life. And that's the path that the Son of God chose. He didn't come to do his own thing. He says, "I can't, I came relying on my Father." And I send you relying on me, he would say. Uh, we are closely united. And that means you need to consult, you need to work for, give your life for others. But also, you're not on your own. You know, you have the Son of God with you. You have others, a community of uh, believers walking with you. So, in what ways has the Son of God walked with you? How is he inviting you to walk more closely, connected with others or in a, in a closer union with others around you. 